This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. Uh, This is Tara, and we're going to do something a little different today. My co-host today is going to be my husband and my partner, Chris. And we're going to take a little time today to talk about the book. So we're going to start with chapter one and see where we get. But uh, we spent so much time putting this book together, we thought it would be interesting to kind of give you some behind the scenes thoughts about what went into it and why we think the topics in the book are, are really important. So if you're new to the show, welcome. This is probably not our typical show, but uh, you need to understand for Chris and I, our philosophy is that you get better and you reduce your risk by education. And the show, our goal is always that you walk away with the show, having a better question or something in your head that you didn't know before we started. So if you're new, I would just remind everybody that you can feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 if you have a burning question or if we just didn't answer a question fully. And if you're just ready to make that discovery call, we do a complimentary discovery call and we can do it face-to-face or virtually. So that number is 719 210-4242. And also, if you're new, please visit our website at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. And while you're there, click on the radio page because we record all of these shows and we do topics from Medicare and Medicaid to Social Security to 401ks to simple plans. It's a financial topic. We cover it. You can go through and figure out like what's what's a topic that's relevant for you today And also you can subscribe on Google Play, Apple, Spotify, pretty much anywhere a podcast is played. You can subscribe to the show and become a regular listener. So with that being said, we are going to get into chapter one, talking about location, location, location. And, you know, chapter one, this is kind of like the stage setter for the book, right? So we kind of touch on a little bit of everything, but, um, just jumping into it, I felt like I wanted to had to reflect back to what was some of the, the foundational money uh, in influences that I had. And one of the ones that really just stuck with me, obviously, was my for my family is, you know, my Irish Catholic grandfather was the father of nine children. And you don't ever get ahead when you have that many kids. <laughs> and it was interesting, you know, growing up as a kid, he was just kind of the the old bald guy that walked around in his boxer shorts and oh. and uh, <laughs> was a little grumpy. Sometimes he was a little funny. Um, but it was really interesting to know that, you know, when my grandfather was younger, he had dreams of being an entrepreneur. And, you know, that was kind of what he really wanted. But then, you know, you get married and, and you start having kids and, and you've got to provide for those kids. And so he, he just kind of got uh, stuck, I'll say, working different jobs, but he wasn't able to, to pursue his passions and do what he wanted necessarily because that was the lifestyle that he got into. Right. And, and, you know, in that time period, it was nice. And, you know, Chris, talk a little bit about, you know, in that time period, how did it work for pensions? Uh, Well, people got jobs and then there were defined pension plans for 
uh, most companies because that's how the government had set things up uh, back in the day with uh, around taxes. So people, when they started their job, they didn't have to worry about retirement so much because they had a defined plan from their company or through the government. <clears throat> so for like my parents, they were uh, worked for the state, they were teachers. And so their goal was to teach. They never had to worry so much about trying to save large chunks of money for retirement because they were both going to have pensions from the state uh, from spending all that time teaching kids. And so that is where the bulk of their monies in retirement comes from. Now that still saves some on the outside. They still um, in their later life met with brokers and started to do those things because they, they figured out that, Hey, maybe this isn't enough. Or maybe I need more, but they had a baseline and that's what we today don't have. And so my sister and her husband, um, they run a law firm. And so there's plenty of cash coming in, but you've got to have a plan for that cash on, on how it's going to be put into the business, how it's going to be put into the retirement systems that they have to create on their own to have that, to create that baseline. So everybody needs to create a baseline for retirement. And uh, if you're relying on the government or a company to do that, they, they may not be doing that enough for you. Okay. And, and so that was, that was kind of the reality. Cause like, I know my grandmother, she lived another 25 years after my grandfather passed and, and she continued to receive his full pension. And that just doesn't happen anymore than I'm aware of. And I think today it's almost, unless you're working for the government in some way, shape or form, there's just really not pensions that are out there. So that's just like a huge shift. And then I can fast forward a little bit to just, with my mom dealing with it, she was, you know, she started out, didn't finish college and she went back to college when she was in her forties. But meanwhile, she started out as a um, EMT and then she became a paramedic and then she became a nurse. And then finally at about 42, she went back to med school. So she went back to college the same time I did. <laughs> and, and so then she became a doctor. So she was like, way behind her peers about, you know, when she started working and then when she was going to get that. And she, she started to reach about 63 and she, we, she, we were talking and she's like, well, it's time for me to retire. And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, all my friends are retiring and I'm almost 65. And I was like, well, right. But you, let's look at your, what do you, what do you have for retirement? And she's like, I, I don't know. It's just time. And we just had this conversation that was just mind blowing for me. I'm like, what do you mean? You're just going to retire. And, and we looked at her, um, her 401k from the med school where she was, she did a mix of teaching and uh, practicing and she only had a hundred thousand dollars in her 401k. And I just looked at her. I'm like, how are you going to retire? You have a hundred thousand dollars and you, you obviously you're going to get some social security. You're going to get a pittance from when you were a nurse. Um, and, and it just was dawned on me. And she was, she was good because she actually really helped form my practice because she was like, well, I feel stupid now because, you know, I'm a doctor, but I just always thought that the retirement would just be there because I've always worked hard my whole life and she has worked hard her whole life, but it's, it's just, that shift because, you know, her, her father worked and he worked in a system and a time in America where there were pensions and you just had to, to work hard and show up every day and do a good job. And you got a pension and that shifted starting in the seventies and, and people just never really got the memo. It's like, Oh, 
<laughs> I'm making all this money, but part of that, now the responsibility is on me to figure that out. So that was one of the big inspirations for the book to figure out like, how do we help people one, get the word out so that people understand that responsibility is now on them. And then, you know, really kind of explaining some of the options, right? And it's not just, it's, it gets more complicated because, and it's timely right now because we're having inflation. So Chris, talk a little bit about like what the difference is in inflation, you know, like how it was during Ronald Reagan's time in the eighties oh. versus how it's been recently and what's happening again. So, yeah, if you look, go back to the 70s and through the 80s, inflation was really high. I remember my parents, um, they bought a house for $25,000 and their interest rate was 18%. Um, and that's what they could get based on my dad's single salary uh, working for the state. Um, but that they, But the mortgage was only $180 a month. So, so it was doable for them. It was fine, but uh, think about trying to pay 18% interest on a $500,000 house. So uh, the economies of scale have changed. Everything has changed on, on how things work. Um, we're, we're worried about interest rates now because they're getting up into the, the, the fives. Well, uh, you know, I remember just for myself, even I bought a house in the mid nineties and I paid uh, 8% on the note and I felt like I was getting a very good rate at that time. And so the interest rates being so low for uh, the last um, what, 15 years um, has really changed our mindset about how we expect uh, money to work for us. And so we've, as interest rates are starting to climb again, um, there's some, some fear in the market and we're seeing that with the downturn in the market recently. Uh, so, uh, inflation, um, is going to be on the rise, but it, it's, it's going to be okay. You know, we lived through those inflations in the seventies and the eighties, uh, paying higher interest rate on, on mortgages and car loans and all those kind of things. So we can live through it now too. And, and, you know, that's, that's kind of like what what really inspired us with this book is bottom line is that there's a there's a cycle that goes on in the market. The market goes up, the market goes down, the economy. We're seeing the shifting. You know, we're, we're very much connected globally. So things that happen in China and Russia do impact us here, but we're going to be OK. The key, though, is you want to plan because life is going to come at you and you can be OK, but you can be better than OK if you understand what's happening and you work with a professional to kind of be proactive. So with our clients, like we don't like to be reactive. So part of the plan, and we, we talk about people at the beginning is, so what are we going to do when the market goes down? And I say we, because the market is a very emotional for people. And, you know, we're, we're the educators and the advisors with our clients, but it's as a client, it's your money. And so you're going to do what you're going to do. So we like to try to have that good conversation up front and say, okay, so when the market's great, everybody's happy. Nothing needs to happen. It's when the market starts to drop, what are you going to do? Because if you're the kind of person who's going to pull your money out of the market, then we're going to make sure that we're in an account that's more flexible and allows for that if that's what you're going to do. If you're going to be solid and, and leave your money and let it be, then and it changes the options. So it's it's not that there's a right or wrong answer with money. It's that you really have to be clear on what your goal is. And then we go and look at the tools 
the stocks, the bonds, the mutual funds, the real estate. And then we marry those up because there's not a one size fits all and there's not a one right answer for people. It's really about what is your comfort zone and what are you going to do? And then we find a tool that's going to make that work. And so we were like, gosh, how do we explain that to people in five minutes or less? (laughs) That's, that's a good point, Tara. And this leads to, Hey, how do you uh, want a a more deeper explanation? Because obviously we can't uh, get into a deep conversation and a lot of education right here. So how do they contact us, Tara? Well, the best way I would love for people to read the book, because I think if you, if you read the book, then that's going to give you a great baseline for if you're going to try to do it yourself or whoever you're going to work with, we would love you to come work with us. And so to contact us, the number 719-210-4242. It's 719-210-4242. And you can give a call and set up that complimentary discovery call. And this is where we do, it's that two-way interview to say, you know, there's a lot of financial advisors that can help you. Your goal when you're interviewing is to say, are these people that I feel comfortable with because money is very personal. And for us, it's also on the same hand is we want to work with people who care about their families and have the ability to develop trust. Because if you're just interested in in making a buck and not taking care of everybody, it's probably not going to be the best fit as well. But that number is 719-210-4242. And you can also visit our website at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com and you can contact us through email on the website as well. So that kind of leads us in, and I think Chris put this together this morning. I just wanted him to, to read it back because I thought it was a great punctuation for our conversation we've been having about the difference between our grandparents and great-grandparents' generation versus where we are today. So a job does not provide a, a retirement for you, okay? A job provides uh, an income for you. So to, to be able to create a retirement, um, you've got to have a job because you have to have income. You have to have income. You have to have money flowing in, but you've got to figure out where that income is going to go. Uh, we like to think of things as in buckets. So we have a bucket for our lifestyle. We have a bucket for our taxes we have to pay. And then we have a bucket for the uh, payments that we have to pay for like our house, uh, like our car uh, payments, those kind of things. And then we also have another bucket for retirement. And so everything deserves uh, a portion of that income that comes to you um, and it needs to get into that bucket. So for every dollar you put in there is a dollar more you have and you have time on your side in that retirement bucket um, to have it grow you create some way of compounding that growth. And, and that's the best way to create your own retirement uh, system. It starts with some education and it starts with creating some goals. So I like that. So uh, even more succinctly, Chris said it this morning that a job doesn't provide a retirement. A job provides you a means to create your retirement today. So that's what this conversation where we want to get into now is now that you know that if you didn't already know, you are responsible for creating your own retirement. You you should have your ears open. And now we want to talk about, so how do we do that? Right? Because that's, you don't, you have your own job, your own life, your own business. You don't have time to also become a financial planner. So what we want to do is give you an idea of some of the big picture things that we start to get into 
to help you figure out, like, how do you get your arms around this whole idea of what, in addition to being a doctor or a plumber or running a, a hair salon, I also have to create a retirement. <laughs> it's like, it's not a job that you probably signed up for or wanted to sign up for. So, so what I want you to get in, to think about, one of the big things that we want you to think about is we like doing a holistic approach to your money so that you look at all the different income streams that you have from your job, from your side hustle, from maybe some inheritance that you get, um, you know, all the different places where money's coming to you. A lot of people tend to really stovepipe their money. So like they go, well, you know, that's the money that I have that I pay for my car insurance. And, you know, that's the money that's in my 401k and I can't touch that till I retire. So that's over there. And, um, you know, I've got some insurance with work, so I'm probably okay there. Um, Long-term care insurance. I'm only 50. I don't need to worry about that yet. Um, And so people have these stovepipes of all the different things that they need to think about, but they don't really look at them cohesively and look at how everything ties together. And, and, you know, you've all heard the concept of synergy. Synergy is when the outcome is greater than the sum of each individual part. So you have a real opportunity when you look at your money uh, from a holistic perspective and how all those little decisions you make every day, you know, about your credit card and how you uh, spend your disposable income and all these different things that you do. You have a real opportunity to let all those decisions work together to create a common good. And, and we kind of talk about that, like thinking about how do you give your money more than one job? So, so Chris, why don't you want to walk through like the difference? Let's start with the savings account. Like how many jobs does that money have? Well, it really only has one job. So it's, uh, it's job is to be there for you when you need it. Um, the way we talked a little bit about interest rates right now, interest rates are super low. Uh, maybe banks will start to raise them as inflation happens but they're going to be slow to change. And so really the money in that uh, savings account only does one job. Now it does a necessary job because you want to have savings standing by for if you have an, an out of uh, ex, uh, an expense that is out of your current spending plan for that month, you need those savings to, to cover those. So those are they're good things to have but they re- it's really just that one job. And a savings account is safe, right? You're not going to lose it. You've got FDIC insurance of the bank. So that money has one job. It's just to be available. So, so then let's talk about like, what if you have a, a Roth IRA? What kind of, how many jobs does that money have? Well, that money has uh, three jobs. So it, uh, it's create savings for yourself. Um, so it does this kind of a similar thing. Now there's some rules around that. Um, because you get some another benefit. Another benefit of that is that that money um, is post-tax money that goes in, and then all the money that grows in there is tax-free. So when you use the money uh, in retirement, all that money comes to you in a tax-free status, which um, is really important in retirement. Um, You talk to people that are in retirement, and one of the things that they uh, don't like besides paying for health care is paying taxes. And so taxes become a big issue. And so uh, the Roth provides that tax-free source uh, in retirement that doesn't affect um, your your tax status and maybe push you into a higher bracket when you use that money. So you said there were three things that the Roth IRA does. So it provides savings, it gives you tax-free money, 
Um, the third thing that I think of when I think about a Roth IRA job is it is protected, a little bit protected from lawsuits. And in that scenario, it's not always 100 percent, but generally that's kind of that job. So that's the idea of if you have a single dollar, how many jobs can you get that dollar to do for you? So that savings account, that dollar does one job. It does it really well. It's available for emergencies. But it, right now it's not earning any kind of interest for you. It's not doing anything like that, but it's there. You know, your Roth IRA has a few jobs. You know, you're going to get some tax deferred growth and be able to spend it tax free and you're getting a savings. Now let's talk about like the next thing is like, what about permanent insurance? How many jobs does that have? Oh, gosh, that has many jobs. Um, I'm not sure I have them all enumerated, um, but it it can act as a savings account. It can act um, as a growth vehicle. It can act as protection um, for your income if you um, <clears throat> if you structure it correctly. Um, it can act um, as a protection of your income for your family, um, and it can act as a long-term care solution. So I, I, that's five so far. Um, it kind of does a lot of things. So, uh, so Tara, so if we've talked about Roth, we've talked about uh, life insurance. So, but we, we have this one thing of this income that we need to put into both of those. How do we figure those out? Well, I think that's by getting to a professional, right? So how, how do, would they contact us? Well, if, if you're interested in, in looking at how your dollars can do more than one job for you, you can definitely give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242. And this is the part of the, the planning process that Chris and I, we really get excited about is when we can sit down and look, we like to look at what you're doing and anything that's working, we leave it alone. But we like to look for those gaps and those seams or go, you know, you could just do a lateral transfer and change where your money lives and, and let it live over here. And you're still going to have that money, but you may have ideally more control, a better tax situation, uh, more access. So that's what we like to do is like to sit down with people and look at what you're doing and just tweak those parts that need to be improved so that you can reach that maximum financial potential. So, again, that number is 719 2104242 if you want to have that second look at what you're doing to go am i reaching my maximum financial potential and this is where we definitely geek out <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and, and, and like to to help that so um one other example i wanted to give is so we talked about a savings account has one job you know a roth ira is an example of about three jobs permanent insurance can have like we listed at least five jobs another great place is real estate and so I know a lot of our listeners out there, you know, have at least one rental property or they do something with real estate. And like, Chris, just run through. So people get the idea, this concept of giving your money more than one job. So how does real estate potentially give your money more than one job? Well, so there's, um, wow, that's real estate is such a big topic. Um, but just a couple simple things. So a uh, couple of simple things is that your, your, your money is, goes into purchasing the property. And then you um, let that money grow with equity. And so that there's, there's that growth on that equity of the cash you initially put in. And then say you're renting that property out. So the, the note should be covered by that rent. So, so you're not having to put the extra money in to continue to 
uh, keep that equity alive and, and growing. So um, it's doing those things. And then there's, depending on uh, if you have a good CPA or not, there's things you can do um, with your taxes. There's a lot of tax benefits surrounding uh, real estate that you own. And so those, uh, <clears throat> get into those because those can really multiply uh, those dollars that you put into real estate. And I like, Chris, that you mentioned having a good CPA. And that's one of the concepts yeah. from the book is having a good financial team is yourself, your financial advisor, your good CPA, because also with a good CPA and if you have some real estate, you have a business and then there's definitely cool things that you can do as well when you own a business versus just having a W-2 income. So anyway, this whole idea of having money, having more than one job, this is where Chris and I really like to dig into it because once we look at your whole financial picture and we look at it holistically, then we can make sure that every area of your life that you're looking at, you're maximizing. And, you know, for people that have real estate, understanding how to leverage, uh, you know, permanent insurance. And then for people that are think they might need long-term care, but aren't sure, then, you know, here's how we can create a way to, to give yourself that backup, but still have access to the money, you know? So this whole idea of more than one job is, is I get really excited about that. So what I wanted to talk about next from the book that for you to really understand and to get the copy of the book to look at, and you can get money moves, you can get it at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and you can actually go right to our website, www.nolanfinancialpartners.com slash money dash moves. But I have a lot of uh, visuals in the book. And so the one I want you to think about is like the graph with the little bell curve. And I call it your financial life cycle. So you divide that up into thirds. So the growth part of that belt curve is your get it phase. And this is when, you know, usually when you graduate from college or you start working and you start your business and you're working. So those are the years where you're growing your wealth. And those are the years where you can be a lot more aggressive and you can look at investing in businesses or in the market because you have time and you're still working. So you have income. So the ups and downs of the market aren't so traumatic because you're working and you can let that money work for you. The top of the bell curve, I call it the got it phase. This is really when you want to retire. And this is those retirement years where you're done with your primary job. But, you know, we're all living a lot longer today and, and healthy. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I, I just turned 50 and I'm like, I don't feel old yet. <laughs> but I can remember when I was 30, a 50 year old seemed kind of old. <laughs> but those are the years where, you definitely want to be a little more uh, balanced or conservative in your approach because you don't have time to recover from big drops in the market. And you don't want to be in a situation where the market's down and you're pulling money. So you're like double dipping in a bad scenario. That just flew by. I was going to get into the rule of 100, but uh, get the book and, and you can get that. And we talk about it on a lot of other shows. So big picture for today is you are responsible for your own retirement and what are you doing to get it done? Give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 if you are interested in working with a professional to make sure that all of your gaps and seams are covered. We don't change what's working, but we make sure that you have the holistic plan in play. So we've really enjoyed talking with you. Join us again soon for our next episode. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.